0: You're listening to The Ultimate Creative, a podcast designed to help creative entrepreneurs like you manage your multiple careers, expand your skill sets, and get more done. I'm your host, Emily Milling, founder and chief creative officer of The Ultimate Creative. Well, hello there. Today, we're going to talk about managing your multi-career. hyphen What's a multi-hyphen career, Emily? Well, dear friend, I'm about to blow your mind. A multi-hyphen career is one that incorporates more than one skill set. More than one, you say? Yes, it's possible to do more than one thing as a career. And I am an example of it, and you will be too. Now, I'm guessing that you probably grew up hearing a whole lot of different messages about how you should focus on one thing and make that be the thing forever, because nobody likes a Jack or Jill of all trades. Well, I'm here to tell you that the world needs more generalists. Why? Because we're resourceful, we figure our own shit out, and we don't have to rely on absolutely everybody else for absolutely every little thing. It means that we are better leaders because we have a fundamental understanding of what is happening around us and what needs to get done in order to complete a task or a goal or a full project. I will say, being a multi-hyphenate is an incredibly exciting and incredibly fun job to have, but it's not easy. If you're going to be a multi-hyphenate, if you're going to be a generalist, you need to be okay with being uncomfortable a lot of the time because you're going to be managing so many different projects all at the same time that it's going to eventually lead to burnout unless, unless you manage your multi-hyphenate career properly. By properly, I mean like there is no one size fits all kind of a situation here What is proper for me may not be proper for you but what I'm hoping is that today the ideas that I'm gonna give you are gonna help you to manage your multi hyphenate career in a way that does not leave you feeling totally burnt out or like you have nothing else to offer the world or like you never want to do anything ever again so here are some of the ways that I manage my multi hyphenate career to avoid burnout because I have experienced it far too many times number one ditch the double life If you are working your day job and you're trying to be super crazy professional and have one part of you only that's showing in this job, you need to break down that wall as fast as you possibly can, not just for your mental health, but for your physical health. It's going to make you feel so stifled and so ashamed of this other side of you that you need to develop. So you have to get to a level of comfort that you're able to discuss what's going on in your life on on multiple levels with multiple different people uh, without feeling ashamed of it. Because the less you talk about it, the less you're going to feel like you're confident in what it is that you want to do. You're going to want to hide it away as often as possible. And then when you're on your own by yourself, you will have convinced yourself that what you're doing isn't good. It's not a good thing. Because you have this preconceived Idea in your head that other people think it's not good, which is why you're hiding it. And so now you're stuck in this loop that you can't get out of. So ditch the double life and forget about the fact that other people have any sort of opinion about you and what you do. Well, okay, easier, easier said than done. But try to think about it like this If this was your friend at work and they were talking about doing a new dance party that they want to produce every month or something. Something really cool like that. Would you be super stoked for them or would you be uh, would you wonder what was wrong with them and why they weren't acting more professionally? Right? Am I right? Um oh, right. I'm definitely right. Just be a nice friend to yourself. The second way to manage your multi-hyphen career is to shift your priorities when you need to. So that means if you have a major client deadline coming up, maybe you don't need to work on a painting tonight. Maybe you just don't. And I know that that really sucks, but setting the expectation that you're going to be able to do a painting every night, all your client work and also go for a run and also cook all your food in advance is just going to make you feel like a total failure every single time. You need to be able to adapt your schedule and adapt your your priorities in order to get everything done eventually. I'm not talking about compromising the quality of the work or anything like that. All I'm trying to say is if you put yourself in a position where you're not actually able to finish the work that you're doing, you're just going to end up feeling like you're not able to do anything at all. You'll end up on the couch and you probably won't get off the couch for a while and all the deadlines are going to go and you're going to Abandon the things that really make you happy. Also, if you do too much of one thing you're gonna get sick of it and you're never gonna want to do it again. The third way to manage your multi-hyphen career is to write yourself a little crossover episode. If you're feeling like, man, none of the stuff that I'm doing actually connects to itself and I really can't figure out why carpentry is the same as coding. Well, my friend, You need to list a few scenarios that illustrate how these two skill sets can complement each other. And I'm talking about, like, soft skills as well, right? You know, like, if you're a carpenter and you're able to, like, measure this stuff and fit it together in weird, crazy, interesting ways, which is a thing that I am clearly not able to do it is going to help you with your coding because you're going to have the ability to picture the code in a completely different way than somebody else who maybe doesn't have that type of technical understanding. Do you see where I'm going with this? Your skills do cross over. So write yourself a little scenario where they cross over and how they can be friends on a sitcom. The fourth way to manage your multi-hyphenate career is to leave room to discover new things. So you're doing a ton of stuff all the time. You're managing like 5, 30 different projects. I don't know, you're an ambitious person. You're gonna get very close to burnout very quickly if you don't leave room to discover new things for yourself. Normally I would say, go to an art gallery or go to a concert of a band you've never heard of, but those things are not happening right now because we're all in quarantine. So, some other things that you could try, Would be to watch a TV show or a movie that you've never ever heard of and would never in a million years watch to get a different perspective. And that's all I'm trying to get at here is when you are able to open yourself up to completely different perspectives other than your own, you're going to have a much clearer understanding of how to execute on all of the projects that you have. Aside from that, it's good to have fun. And you need to allow yourself that, especially if you're gonna be working so hard. And finally, number five, of how to manage your multi-hyphenate career. Let go when it's time to let go. It can be really, really hard to let go of projects if you're feeling like you're not totally done them or if they're just not going in the right direction. I mean, you need to be careful too, that you're not letting go of things that haven't had enough time to work out the kinks. It can be difficult to know this, but you really have to follow your gut instincts here. When it is time to let go, you'll know because it's not making you happy anymore. It's not making you feel energized. It's not giving you any opportunity to try new things. And I know that if you're listening to this or watching this you're probably the kind of person who needs to try new things all the time and who needs to continue to develop themselves all the time. So, you know, it could be it could be personality conflicts, it could be the fact that there are two different or 12 different visions of what is supposed to happen with a particular project or a business, but it's okay to say goodbye. The other thing that I'll add to this as well is the idea of the sunk cost fallacy, which my lovely partner Justin pointed out to me when I had to say goodbye to a couple of really big, important projects in my life in the last month or so. The investment that you put into something doesn't need to be repaid, and it's incredibly hard to think about not getting out of something what you've put in, but... It's like going out for dinner and you're paying 30 bucks for a plate, but you had a pretty big lunch and you're not that hungry and you leave some food on the plate. I'm not talking like half the food. It's so like, just take that home. But like, you're like, oh, I got to eat all of these fries just because if I don't, then like it was a waste of money. But like, it's not a waste of money. You got out a lot from that, but the extra fries are just going to make you feel like poop you don't want to feel like poop, especially when you're working so hard. I don't know you're working really hard. You're the hardest worker I know because I know you so well, but I know you're working hard. You don't need to have external influences dragging you down and making you feel like you can't accomplish everything that you want to accomplish. And it's only going to open up more doors for you in the future if you let yourself say goodbye now. Just be okay with it. Be okay with the fact that you put a lot of work into something and it didn't work out it's fine because you're going to do it again and you're going to do it again and you're going to do it again. It's a cycle. It's a cycle that never ends for us, but it's such a fun one. Because I've gone through this so many times, I put together a little quiz of questions that I typically ask myself when I'm thinking, like, should I stay or should I go? And you can take that quiz at theultimatecreativecom resources and just help yourself figure it out. You know, I really hope that these questions inspire more ideas for you and help the whole thought process because saying goodbye to something can be so overwhelming and you never know if it's the right thing to do. So try the quiz and see if you like it. If you don't like it, leave a comment. And if you do like it, leave a comment. I love comments and I'll respond to you because you're my friend. And what I'd like to end with today is no matter what you're doing as a multi hyphenate, you gotta follow your instincts. You have to know that you are headed in the right direction, generally, because all of your skill sets, they're gonna come together in some way or another in various combinations throughout the rest of your life. You don't need to be worried about the fact that you're spending too much time in one phase of your life. Because it will end, you know what I mean? We just talked about goodbyes. Goodbyes are okay. If you want to make a life out of being a multi-hyphenate, and you're really dedicated to it, and I know that you are, follow your gut instincts. Give yourself permission to follow new career streams when the time is right. If you need to, create opportunities for yourself to do that. And it might mean free work, but we're not strangers to free work, are we? No. Mm -mm. Because you just got to keep going. I know, I get it. Uh, if you're looking for any other resources on multi-hyphenate careers, I wrote a really great book by Emma Gannon, and she also has a podcast, and it's called The Multi-Hyphen Method, and I've left a link in the show notes and on the website, theultimatecreative.com. You can check it out there. Thanks for listening and watching. Thanks for listening to The Ultimate Creative Podcast. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this show. So, if you found some value in what you've heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Okay, time to go do all the things. Bye!